Hello, we welcome you back to Eye Care Outreach Moving Through podcast series. We are so grateful for your continued support as we are moving into a new season of educating, training, and serving the whole community. Pastor Rob, educator and founder of Eye Care Outreach, located in downtown Bridgeport, Connecticut, and Joe Mari from Recover All Ministry. They will share with us today the impact of the call of a life-giving image bearer. It doesn't happen in one great transformation. Let's listen. Hi, I'm Robert Turner. Thank you for joining us in our Moving Through podcast series. In our last episode, we began to examine the impact of soul care on our everyday life and day-to-day practices. The question asked was, how do we keep it real between our faith and our life practices? Today, I want us to examine the impact of the call of a life-giving image bearer in our day-to-day practices to God, ourselves, and others. Living centered, empowered, led by the Spirit of God in Christ. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17 says, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, He gives freedom. Freedom to advance out of our comfort zones and the conformity of the past, allowing the Spirit of Christ to lead and guide us to mature our abilities, differentiate our emotions, thoughts, behaviors, and reimagine life for ourselves and others. An authentic freedom to engage God-honoring practices to be an advocate for ourselves and for the well-being of others. Because as the Spirit of the Lord works maturity within us, we reflect Him even more in our day-to-day relational living. The Spirit-led life is one in which Jesus Christ is very visible, clear, and undistorted. Therefore, the one who is doing this is the Lord himself, and where the Spirit of Christ is, there is freedom. Becoming more like Christ is a steady progression of growth over a lifetime, a continual freedom of transformation of our soul. It does not happen in one great transformation. It happens as you keep your eyes on the Lord, not on self-effort or self-improvement, but what he is giving to us. The New Living Translation of 2 Corinthians 3, 18, the second part, reads, And as the Spirit of the Lord works within us, We become more and more like him and reflect his glory even more. You will suddenly realize the Spirit of God has been working, making gradual changes in our lives. You're becoming a loving person, easier to live with, more attractive, more compelling. Your life is deepening. It is losing its shallowness. You are more understanding and relationally growing. That is credited to the work of the Spirit. Notice what he he says, for this comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. It is not you who does it, it is He. He has the responsibility. It is about accepting what He gives you. 
to know that as image bearers in Christ is essential. To know God has a purpose for us is significant. You know, I Care Outreach will be hosting in its training center a workshop on identity and destiny. From July 19th through August 23rd, it will be for six consecutive Wednesdays in the evening from 6 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Well, with me today is one of our workshop leaders, Joe Murray. Joe Murray is from Recover All Ministry. Welcome, Joe, to I Care Outreach. And could you share a little about your background? Absolutely. And thank you for having me here, Pastor Robert. Now, I want people to keep in mind that everybody has a story. This is part of my story. And we defeat the devil through the word of our testimony and the blood of the Lamb. I grew up in a very religious and somewhat dysfunctional family. And by the time I was in my teen years, I was a juvenile delinquent. And suffice it to say, and you fill in the blanks, drugs, alcohol, street life, jail, criminal activities, drug dealing, theft rings, etc. But by the time I'm 21, I was hoping to develop a life. And I had the opportunity to develop a career through a corporation that hired me and trained me. But out of that old life, I still brought the criminal mindset along with the alcoholism that I wasn't aware of. I was a functional alcoholic. But within a number of years, by the time I was 28, I developed a full-blown alcoholic problem, living in my car, living on people's couches. And fortunately, I, I was brought to the point of breaking and I entered a rehab and a detox and frankly never looked back at that life but now I had my conscience to deal with and how to move forward um, I replaced those idols of alcohol and drugs and criminal activity with work and I did well with work but there was nothing else in my life except work and by the time I was in my late 20s, early 30s rather, I had the opportunity to meet a couple that brought me to Jesus. I got born again. They also introduced me to some serious recovery programs, Bible studies, etc. And fortunately, that started my road to real recovery. See, when I left the detox and rehab, I was just dry. I wasn't sober. And I just still had idols in my life. No purpose or plan other than to work every day. From there, I can move forward to 2003 or so. By that time, I was widowed. I was in early retirement. And I was in ministry to alcoholics and drug addicts. And that eventually developed into a prison ministry. And I was in that for five or six years until I met my current wife, Cheryl. We're now ordained ministers, and we run Recover All Ministry, which is based on the premise of God restoring us to what our original plan of his was. Well, I can see an interrelation between soul care and your testimony. Could you give us uh, some insight or a summary of, of the uh, interrelation of soul care in this upcoming workshop on identity and destiny? Sure I can. Um, there's many scriptures prompting us to renew the mind. Paul is in his vaunted sonnet on love says when 
I became a man, I put childish ways behind me. And what Paul's relating to is a decision to become children of God and a decision to follow his ways. What hinders us more often than not is trauma from our early life. So from my early life, as described in my description, there was trauma. There was ways and means I developed to navigate my life. And these build strongholds. Bible speaks to tearing down strongholds and every high thing that exalts itself. Trauma develops strongholds which develop perceptions which hinder godly understanding and identity and destiny. And this is why we're prompted to walk out our salvations with fear and trembling, meaning in awe and wonder at God's redeeming grace in our life. And it's a a day-by-day structure uh, that we have to get up and embrace. So the workshops we do with trauma recovery is to let the Holy Spirit revisit these places where we've developed poor ideas on how God works and how life works and heal those places and restore to us the truth of God's love versus what we decided how we would navigate this world. I'll give you an example. When we're, dis- when we're betrayed or wounded as children or young people, we live a life of fear. We develop bitter expectations of life. We make vows, inner vows to ourselves, which develop strongholds to never trust and never believe anyone other than ourself. And we don't want anybody to know the real self inside of us. God wants that to be exposed. And he wants that to be eradicated because he created us as sons and daughters. We often walk around even as Christians as orphans, but he wants us to walk into that sonship and daughtership under his love. By eradicating these strongholds is a way to make that happen. And this is what we do in Identity and Destiny workshops. Thank you, Joe. You mentioned about uh, trauma and past hurts. Um, in your materials, uh, your packet, you have how can, uh, uh, you mentioned about trauma and past hurts, how they can cause our identity to go into foreclosure. Could you share about that? Our identity, our past hurts, trauma can cause our identity to go into foreclosure. Well, simply put, Pastor, when we're not nurtured in the love of the Father, we're groomed to believe ungodly lies of ourselves and others. We develop soulful structures as a means of survival. These include the intervals I just mentioned. These foundational deceptions create strongholds and can be the result of ongoing traumatic environment or specific traumatic experiences, and usually a combination of them. And as a result, we try to protect our hearts in ways God never intended. We need to invite God to reframe our memories. We're no longer children navigating an adult world without skill sets to survive and thrive, and thus we conjure our own survival skills. We carry these strongholds, ways of thinking and perceiving, into our adult lives, and we view the world around us by these perverted standards. Hmm. Well, you mentioned uh, John eight thirty six also in your Identity and Destiny packet. Whom the Son sets free is truly free indeed. How is this verse connected with your upcoming workshop? Well, through these workshops, we, we eradicate the, the ill thinking as discussed before with these strongholds. See, the, the traumas aren't going to get removed. They're there. They're real. They're not going to be as if they never happened. Uh, 
However, what we decided at that moment in time in, in navigating them is eradicated and it's replaced with the truth of God. I'll give you a brief example. When I was very young, I was introduced to the idea of demonic possession by a religious person who I trusted. And I was an adult. And that gentleman gave me the impression that even God is incapable of protecting me from a demonic force if it's intent on getting hold of me. To say the least, four years old, that traumatized me. I wasn't aware of that trauma until later in my Christian walk as a saved, delivered, sober Christian man where the Holy Spirit exposed that. And the lie that got placed in me, while that situation didn't change in its dynamics, the lie did. The lie was, Father God is not big enough and may not protect me. I may not be able to trust him. And that got removed through the Holy Spirit, and it enhanced my relationship with the Lord to a much deeper level. And there's many of these different places we all harbor in our hearts that God wants to get rid of because it's not Him. God wants to get rid of that and replace it with that we can join Him in deeper places with His love. Well, thank you so much, uh, Brother Joe uh, Murray. Uh, from Recovery All Ministry, and we really look forward to that Identity and Destiny workshop that's coming July 19th through August 23rd, right here for six consecutive Wednesdays, right here at I Care Outreach. Let me add one thing to this. When David was crowned king, the Bible says he was made king, not for David, not so David could have a wonderful life. He was crowned king for the people. When we get delivered from these things, it enables us to share the love of God with others as we're created to do. It's not so we can just simply have an abundant life. True abundant life is being able to love completely. Amen, amen. Thank you for sharing that. You know, I said earlier, Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians 3.17 and verse 18, particularly that it's the second part of verse 18, he himself has discovered something exciting. And listening to you, Joe, you've discovered something exciting. And Amen. there is something exciting when we come to know Christ and allow his spirit to work in and through us. His expectation, Paul would add, was that the spirit of the Lord will work within him and through us to bring transformational freedom. Let us take this opportunity to pray right now to be persistent in allowing the life-giving spirit of Christ to flow into our hearts, our minds, our body, and souls, and we become life-giving image bearers. Lord, continue to heal our souls. Grant to us a persevering spirit that our moving through is anchored with soul care that comes from your spirit and exhibited in our daily life. We pray for a spirit of diligence that we may surrender to your countenance in ways to live your purposes, to live well and care about the well-being of others. We ask for your forgiveness, wash our strength, in, and in exchange we set our mind on you. Move us to be good guardians of the life you have given us. Stir us, Lord, to care for our souls so we are more impactful at caring for others as your image-bearing life-givers. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.